Good afternoon. Welcome to the marketplace. Coming up, commercial banks could be sued for their handling of bonds. We hear from Dean of the UPSA School of Law, Professor Kofi Abuchi, as Coalition of Individual Bondholders prepares to get uh, to picket the Ministry of Finance next week. Kinds of things they, they, they made you believe in, which is why you assumed the risk involved in purchasing the bonds. These banks obviously are liable for certain representations they made in the process on the cost of selling these. these. Ahead of the media budget presentation, SMEs call for policies to cushion the sector. If we want to really support our ecosystem, support our SMEs to scale up, then let's do targeted support. I don't mind if you pick five young entrepreneurs in Ghana, grow their business, let them scale up, even if they can raise to the unicorn level, but then they're able to make impact and these people can expand and employ. And government cancels the fertilizer subsidy program, replaces it with a guarantee system. We'll get reaction from the Chamber of Fertilizer. Thanks for joining us, everyone. My name is Daryl Kau. Details coming up. And first up, the Coalition of Individual Bondholders is set to picket the Finance Ministry next week to demand payment of outstanding principals and coupons. The Coalition is also seeking immediate implementation of the agreement reached and captured in an MOU in May this year and signed with the Ministry of Finance on behalf of government on all payment of bonds due. Government has taken most of the flag for the domestic debt exchange program. However, Dean of the UPSA School of Law, Professor Enes Kofiabuchi, says banks could be liable too for certain representations made in the process of selling bonds. Government may perhaps, and I'm just being devil's advocate for government, um, government may perhaps have an argument in the fact that there's been a frustration of the contract as a result of unseen circumstances. Mm-hmm. The fact of the debt exchange, or rather not the debt exchange, the fact of the debt burden, mm-hmm. which has resulted in this a conditionality that may have been imposed by external donor agencies in respect of which government has little uh, to zero influence, mm. in the absence of which perhaps the entire country is going to come crumbling. You know, that could be an argument. Mm. I'm just saying, in theory, there could be an argument of unforeseen um, circumstances that have resulted in the frustration of the contract, and by reason of which government's action is or may be justified. But yes, it, it's imperative. I think ultimately, these were done within a certain legal framework. Ultimately, it seems in the beginning there was. You know, there was some bullishness in the relationship, but it seems ultimately there was some, mm. there was some um, uh, mutuality, even though I think there still are some ongoing mm. disagreement yeah. and frustrations yeah. about the process. But yes, if you go through the principles of contract, fundamentally, a person who is a party to a contract will respect that contract, and if the party wants a renegotiation of the contract, that renegotiation will have to be done mutually. Mm. And, and, and I think that's, that, that likely explained the tensions that we saw. As a businessman, can I kick on my commercial bank? Because that contract was between me and my commercial Absolutely. bank, not even government, Absolutely. about this challenge and what has brought to me as an individual and as a business. Absolutely. Commercial banks have been the luckiest. 
Mm. Can advising. I take on the commercial bank? Well, I'm not advising to go see your bank, yeah. but all I'm telling you is that the commercial banks have been the luckiest in all these DD mm. ongoing. The reason is because commercial banks are actually the ones who sold the bonds. Yeah. And they come to your office and they literally advertise the bonds and they will argue, argue for it mm. and they will convince you. Commercial banks were not passive medium through which these bonds were bought. They were active uh, sellers, quote-unquote. And as active sellers, the kinds of promises and the kinds of, um, uh, the kinds of, uh, the, the kinds of things they, they, they made you believe in, which is why you assumed the risk involved in purchasing the bonds. These banks obviously are liable for certain representations they made in the mm-hmm. process or in the course of selling these, these bonds. And that's what I'm saying they're luckiest because, frankly, they're the ones with very little attention. Mm. Nobody seems to be talking mm-hmm. about them. Mm. But, yes, I mean, I'll leave it so, at that. I mean, they, some, some have said that, I mean, mm-hmm. if I think I have a challenge as a person, as an individual, as a business, you know, locked up all these things, I could take on the bank. Indeed. Cocoa bills and all the rest. I mean, and what even Bank of Ghana has come to see that they were not supposed to have sold these bills to individuals. Not only did they sell them, they sold them with conviction. And when you sell things with conviction, when you tell customers, buy this, this is highly beneficial, this has a high return, this yields very well, the likelihood of, of a risk or failure to pay is close to zero. You know, they, they sold all these things, and so there were agents with liability by reason of the sheer investment of interest that they had in you purchasing them. And so, in my estimation, yes, I think commercial banks may have some liability. Well, Professor Abuchi is calling for steps to be taken to review some of Ghana's tax policies. He says the current tax regime could force many businesses to adopt strategies to avoid paying taxes. I think, as a country, we need to really incentivize productivity. Because the thing about companies in countries where they have tax difficulties, the thing about companies is that they go into safe modes and the safe modes, one of the easy safe modes is to reduce the extent to which companies spend. Mm. And if companies are going to minimize the extent to which they spend, they're going to invoices that often impact negatively on, you know, beneficiary, among others. They will consolidate and avoid spending. And that also has a cataclysmic effect overall on the entire economy. So the entire dynamic can be complicated, and that's why uh, it's, I think that it may be helpful if sometimes, if, if we look again at the, the overall arrangement of, you know, the tax avoidance, tax mm. thing you mentioned, but the overall arrangement about that. Now, some small and medium businesses have called on government to introduce policies which will cushion the SME sector ahead of the 2023 media budget scheduled for Parliament this month. According to the businesses, reduction in taxes, the facilitation of cheaper finance options, and deepened collaborations will be needed to grow the sector. Here's more in this report. Ghana's SME sector contributes up to 60% of the country's GDP and employs over 80% of the workforce. Unfortunately, high taxes and interest rates are a few of the challenges facing the sector. Speaking on Joy Business Social, a weekly podcast which airs every Thursday, some of these businesses outline their expectations ahead of the 2023 media budget review. Chief Executive Officer of Kent Investment, Richard Addison, bemoaned high taxes and expensive cost of capital as a huge challenge facing the sector. So we need to be smart about collecting our taxes but not increasing taxes. 
at the end of the day, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a SME, 15% uh, VAT. I mean, all these taxes. How much am I going to charge for my product? Who's going to afford it? Mind you, the person who is actually sending things into Ghana is getting 0 to 5% interest on loans they are producing in their country. Now, I am paying, what, 25% to 30%. So I am at a disadvantage already. But you want to create entrepreneurs and businessmen in Ghana. How do you do that? CEO of the Chamber of Young Entrepreneurs, Sharif Gali, called for specific and targeted support which will ensure the upscaling of the SME sector. Let's not do the sporadic way of supporting. 10,000 come, there's this 1 million. Then 1 million Ghana CD, you give it to 2 million SMEs. I'm just giving an example. That means there is little to no impact. So if we want to really support our ecosystem, support our SMEs to scale up, then let's do targeted support. I don't mind if you pick five young entrepreneurs in Ghana, grow their business, let them scale up. Even if they can raise to the unicorn level, but then they're able to make impact and these people can expand and employ. Then the next time you are, you, you target another five. This is the right and systematic way to support an ecosystem. On the need to boost Ghana's participation in the African Continental Free Trade Agreement, managing partner of She's Partners LLC, Sena Jisa, called on government to double its efforts on empowering SMEs to compete on the African market. GEPA deserves huge commendation for um, all of the strategies for with its national export development strategy that is currently running and all of the other initiatives, right? And we on the ground as entrepreneurs, there are a lot of entrepreneurs, of course, things have been done, right? We couldn't have waited. That is fine. But why are we not positioning ourselves? Why are we not quickening up the steps to ensure that we are ready and we are getting positioned? At the moment, if you ask, talk to a lot of entrepreneurs, if you ask a lot of businesses, Put aside, can be bothered. There are lots of people who do not know. Is there an information center? What is the in- what is the intent to build sensitization? With the SME sector forming over ninety percent of business enterprises in Ghana, there is no doubt about its potential to drive growth. Unfortunately, many businesses await the enabling ecosystem promised by government to boost growth. Now, the German ambassador to Ghana, Daniel Kuo, has retweeted his country's support towards helping Ghana fast-track economic recovery. According to him, Ghana is securing a $3 billion IMF bailout to help bring our debt to a sustainable level. He was speaking at the GIZ Widow Entrepreneurs Awards. The Widow project provided Ghanaian diasporans with the opportunity to support entrepreneurs to scale up and create more job opportunities. The entrepreneurs were awarded in areas such as agribusiness, technology and sustainability. Delivering his remarks, German ambassador to Ghana, Daniel Crow, said they are committed to helping Ghana reach a sustainable debt service level. Germany, and I stress this, is, is supporting Ghana in this endeavor, uh, not only in good times, but also in difficult times, like the times we are living through. And Germany, Germany is the second largest uh, bilateral creditors to Ghana. And we are ready to live up uh, to our responsibility and to help to facilitate that Ghana can reach a sustainable death, death certainty and 
to help to facilitate that Ghana can reach a sustainable death, death circle. May record mixed performance this week. Also, GRA to charge importers additional 12.5% if they fail to register for VAT. MyJournalLine.com forward slash business. My name is Daryl Kwan. Thanks for watching. We will be back same time tomorrow. Certain conditions. So we do this in the international framework that is provided for these kinds of cases. We do this with, with, with all creditors on board. And we have come over payments and surpassing official development assistance and tourism receipts. Remittances from the diaspora create jobs and thus promote economic growth. The results and successes of the VITO project are remarkable. To date, 950 businesses across Ghana have benefited from financial support, tailored business coaching and networking, 1.35 million euro of private investment has been made and 1.35 million euro of direct grants have been dispersed to, dis uh, to businesses. So this combination of financial support combined with business coaching has enabled the entrepreneurs to turn their ideas into reality. As a direct result, they have created and secured about 2,100 jobs so far. 15 entrepreneurs were awarded with cash prizes ranging between 5,000 and 15,000 Ghana cities respectively. Now, the Minister of Food and Agriculture, Brian Echampo, has said that the government has cancelled subsidy intervention for on fertilizer for farmers effective April 2023. According to Mr. Echampo, even though the subsidy cost the nation $3 billion in the last six years, it did not achieve its intended purpose due to corruption. He added in an interview this week that government will now introduce a guarantor system uh, going forward. Let's uh, with the uh, chief executive of the Chamber of Fertilizer Ghana, Prince Adipa, who joins us on Zoom. Good afternoon to you. So initially we're told the fertilizer subsidy had been suspended. Now we're here. It has been cancelled. How do you react to this news? Thank you, Darrell. Um, uh, we cannot say we actually are happy at this moment since uh, there are many questions begging for answers. And so, um, well, we again would just uh, be a bit uh, patient to know when and how we are going to get the details of how this uh, enhanced PFG or the guarantor system as it's been uh, uh, tagged and will actually not be uh, run. And so just then now understand the value chain I mean the actors the value chain and all that to be able to understand and appreciate that this is something that will work and help um, the agriculture industry generally and also for our businesses. Yeah, I, I'm not too sure if I, I, I was clear on your response to this. And so basically, I mean, how do you feel about this? If you could just uh, tell us once again. Mixed feelings. Uh, okay. Not, not, not happy to say um, the least for now because we don't have full details. And so until we have details to be sure, um, the process is really an enhanced one compared to what previously was being uh, uh, run. And so then we can then assess to see whether it really you know, brings us uh, a fair playing field. I mean, this, uh, whether the field actually is going to be a fair playing field for our businesses to thrive. Mm -hmm. 
So we cannot be hist. I mean, we cannot be um, hasty now and then conclude that we are happy about um, a program that we have to have full details. All right, and you pointed out, you mentioned the guarantee system, uh, which we understand uh, government will guarantee supply of fertilizers for farmers to repay after harvest. We do not know so much about it, but this is uh, just an idea uh, we have of how it will work. And like you point out, you're going to be seeking some more information as to how government intends to roll this out and how it will be beneficial to you. But you generally consider this to be a good move that, I mean, the government will guarantee supply and then farmers would have to repay after harvest? Well, this is not, um, let's say, a novel, um, no, uh, program. In most, uh, to tell you, a lot of um, the private sector currently are engaged in, in guaranteeing for, um, you know, agroes, ag 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 schemes or groups. Nicholas farmers and aggregators who are already okay guaranteeing for inputs and uh, I mean they buy back so it is not so different from what they are proposing now the real issue is if government is cancelling subsidy yeah. then how are we moving forward if we say guarantee system this system is already playing out on the phone now with a lot of the um, no foreign donor agencies, you know, supporting uh, our own farmers to do do, do sale. Okay. Um, now the other question is, how are we really getting to understand, or maybe how different is this this new enhanced one, as it's been termed, is going to be? Mind you, we've had we've experimented this in the past, which was the blockchain system, when we actually, you know had groups getting inputs with government support after which they pay back and that program was not successful to say the least. Does the so, chamber yeah. Yeah, I was gonna ask you if the chamber has any suggestions for the government as to how to um, handle this issues to do with fertilizer. Obviously you're raising questions about the guarantee system, which you say is nothing new. Yeah it's really nothing new. Uh, so you see um in the first place, the government is not subsidizing. So ideally, the market should be liberalized. Okay? For the first of demand supply to play out. Now, beyond that, if government really wants to support the, the farmers, the intention should be to reduce the cost, yeah. the inputs to these farmers ultimately. Because many of you as it is now already be you know uh, cultivating their fields. Now, if government wants to really like help, it should be from the port of entry. I mean, where charges and levies are so much on this input, and therefore, you know, the cascading effect comes comes to play. So, really, it should be looked at from such angles, so that on the market, the farmer will have you know, the liberty. I mean, it should be affordable one, and the farmer will have the liberty to be able to decide which product they should really go for. And this is going to also enhance the issue of quality and um, you know, push importers to be competitive in terms of what they bring to the market. So really, I mean, uh, anytime, you know, anytime government inter intervenes in some of these um, um, programs, or with some of these programs, it distorts a lot of things. Mm. In, uh, and so when it is not clear 
as to what role really government is playing. Because at this point, the government is only saying they're going to guarantee. We would, I mean, prefer that if government really reduces the cost of charges and arrests, which eventually will bring down uh, the cost of these inputs, that's why I have to fertilize that, then they can now, with their system, look for aggregators, select aggregators, that will go and buy the end of that. Now, if there's any fund at all that they wouldn't want to push into, uh, into subsidy, then it should probably be redirected into the areas of irrigation and the rest of mechanization. That will okay. help, okay, help farmers to be very effective and efficient on the field. So that at the end of the day, because government's intention is to ensure there's uh, enough enough food and uh, maybe the excess also um, now uh, okay. by the, uh, the buffer stock and the rest, then they can find a way to get the I mean, guarantee for other I mean, players or actors in the, in the chain to go and buy, buy this. And mind you, that would mean that we buy at the market prices, which will help the farmers to be able you know, to, 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 to get, I mean, make, make profit. All right. Uh, just 30 seconds, if you can. Any news on the debt owed uh, fertilizer suppliers? Um, uh, is there any progress as to um, the government uh, paying back the money's owed fertilizer suppliers? I'm sorry, uh, the position hasn't changed since the last uh, time I spoke to, to join news. Yeah, we're still, we're still um, looking forward to payments. All right. Uh, we're looking forward to the best. Thank you so much. Prince Adipa is uh, Chief Executive of the Chamber of Fertilizer Ghana. I appreciate your time with us. Well, uh, we are headed next for uh, the Shimoto Retail Center, where the first clinic of the Ecobank Joinies Habitat Fair is underway. It's brought together several experts in the housing market, uh, and patrons are also hundreds of them expected to be there over this weekend uh, to look up uh, some of the products and the discounts available. I want us to link up uh, next with my colleague uh, Pius Kojo Baka, who I'm told will be on in just a few minutes. But producer of uh, next with my colleague uh, Pius Kojo Baka, who I'm told will be on in just a few minutes. But producer of now that we can also collaborating with them fill that gap to bring Ghana to the tax to GDP ratio that we are all looking forward to. Um, arriving at Deputy Commissioner in Charge of Operations at the Ghana Revenue Authority, Daniel ADC, pledged the commitment of his outfit to consolidate its efforts in supporting capacity building. GRA has been in the forefront trying to curb this multinational mispricing. Basically, when you talk about multinational mispricing, it's about having a related party and not doing things in an arm's length transaction. So if you are related, the chances are that you try as much as possible to reduce income to your related party or increase costs to your related party, whichever way reduces or profit. For about a decade or more, GRA has been in the forefront trying to curb the... Take a listen to this report. Ecobank joined Habitat Fair. Uh, we can see Pius, but we can't hear him. We are trying to fix that uh, for you. But uh, if you are anywhere close to the Chimota Retail Center, uh, where you can go right now is uh, 
that venue because the Ecobank Joint News Habitat Fair is underway. Like I pointed out, there are hundreds of exhibitors in the housing market there uh, to showcase their products, and they are offering amazing decal discounts uh, over there. And so try and be there. It's happening from now till um, Sunday. There'll be subsequent ones until the main event. Um, it's an annual event we put together. Uh, to address issues within the housing sector. As you know, we have a housing deficit of two. We can go now to my colleague, Pius. Hopefully we can hear you. Pius, how are uh, things taking shape over there? Mall where exhibitors have showcased their um, products. First, first off, let me quickly jump to Green Opal Properties to tell us what they have for us. Pleasure you could join me, sir, on the marketplace. Tell me what is Green Opal all about and what are you looking for? Okay, Green Opal is all about building homes, beautiful homes, elegant homes, luxurious homes for the general public and the people in the diaspora. Currently, we are doing three, four, and five bedroom houses. And our main area of development is really Adenta Aviation Enclaves. Yes. So, what are you looking forward to at the end of the first day? Okay, at the end of the fair, we are looking forward that one uh, will be open to the public, the public will get to know us more. And then at the end of the day, we'll be able to close deals as well. Yes, that's what we are looking forward to. All right. So now let's move on to the next exhibitor to tell us what they are looking forward to. And still hoping that, you know, patrons will come around and, of course, buy their products. And they are looking forward to prospective buyers um, to patronize their wares. Hello, madam. Good to have you. And thanks for joining us on the marketplace. Um, GH House Limited. So, Okay, tell me more about it. Okay, so um, we are GHS Housing Limited. We are located at Kuntinse um, Satellite Junction of the Amasamai Road. Um, we have one and double ones. We also um, have introduced our service plot currently that we are selling um, 74, and then we have 70 by 100, all at Kuntinse. All right, uh, GHS Housing, uh, speaking to Pius there. Um, Head to the Chimata Mall if you can. But uh, all the news you need over this week, uh, myjoinline.com forward slash uh, business. MTN Group Board Chair Baumia emphasized need for strategic partnership for progress and investments in Ghana. Read more about that at myjoinline.com forward slash business. Enjoy your weekend. viewers welcome to home tips with mira home tips with mira as you know is always about diy's home tips and home remedies so today we are talking about organic spices spices we use them to flavor our food from time to time but what are spices spices are aromatic pungent or sweet seasonings that are obtained from leaves fruits flowers and the back of trees at times and they can be used to preserve our food to flavor our food or even to color our food or to even add sweetness to our market and we see these beautiful women selling spices at 
times we don't even know what the spices are and what their names are and what exactly they are meant for. So today on Home Tips, I have with me some spices and I'm going to show you their names, the ones with the local names. I'll just mention them to you and what they can be used for. So let's do a quick turnaround and when we come back, I'll share more on spices with you. <music> 